Hello to everybody watching and listening uh, today on three to four minutes with a duck. Uh, we have our very own director of operations, Major Max Courier. Sir, thank you for your time. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? So like you said, my name's Max Courier. I was born and grew up in the great state of Minnesota. Uh, so spent my entire life there until college and then went to the very cold and frigid state of North Dakota for four years uh, to get my degree before going active duty. So I was a four-year ROTC person. Um, out of ROTC, got a pilot slot, which was my dream since I was like five years old, was to fly for the Air Force. Got down to Columbus Air Force Base in Mississippi for pilot training and then had the Air Force yank that dream right up from under me uh, by medically disqualifying me from flying. Uh, ended up fighting that for about nine months and then went to Intel school when I lost. Uh, so Intel school was an interesting experience. A lot of people are not the biggest fans of San Angelo or Goodfellow, but I had a great time because I, coming from the flying community and uh, the situation I was in, I didn't really think too much about Intel school or school in general. I was just there to have fun and whether that was the right mindset to be in is up to you, I guess, to judge. But uh, it worked well for me when I was there because um, in the background, uh, I was assessed and selected to then go to JSOC uh, right out of Intel school. So I got really lucky uh, in that sense. Uh, went to a community that was very high speed, um, but it was also a place where I would uh, never send a second lieutenant if I was the one in charge. Um, just a little anecdote on that, like right after getting all my read-ins and walking out of the SSO's office, I turned a corner and ran into the J3 for the command, who uh, was almost seven feet tall and an army colonel and bounced off his chest and then looked up at him and I was in uniform and which not everyone's in uniform there. And he looked down on me and saw my butter bars and was like, what the F are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how my career started um, did he ask you to bring him a cup of coffee no absolutely oh. <laughs> you'd probably screw it up if you're yeah, a lieutenant yeah exactly um, but it was a very interesting place to be uh, really learned by a fire hose um, and got to be a part of some really amazing uh, units and operations while they're uh, supporting the counterterrorism fight so spent about four and a half years there, uh, went on a few deployments um, that we can sort of talk about if you want to later. Um, and then out of there, got the opportunity to go to the Air Force's human squadron. So learned how to be a human collector. Um, did that for a couple of years. That was an awesome opportunity. Got to learn some really cool skills uh, and go to some awesome training courses and uh, conduct some amazing operations while there. Um, and then after that, went over to be um, a strategic analyst over at NASIC. So a like very polar opposite. Big, 
different yeah. than the rest of my career up until that point. Um, deployed again out of there to the CAOC and then uh, PCS here to be the VO. Uh, now the best job that you've ever had in the Air Force, right? It is actually. Um, although I wish I could do more mission. Uh, I get I really jealous walking around to all the different flight areas and hearing about what the airmen are doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, I wish I was the one doing that a lot of times, but it's, uh, it's been really amazing to help enable them to do all of that because I don't know, obviously some of our airmen realize the impact they're having on, on the country, but uh, some of them don't just because it's the only perspective they've had so far in their career, but it's always fun to help uh, people see the bigger picture and how what they're doing is incredible. Um, and I wish I, even being at a national assignment uh, for my first one out of Intel school, um, didn't have the overall effects that a lot of our airmen are having. Like it was confined to a very specific battle space in a very specific time frame where the stuff our airmen are getting to do will be affecting our country for years if not decades into the future so it's it's awesome i agree and i appreciate you sharing that because i think you're right uh some of our airmen get it um some don't especially the ones that come here straight out of tech school just because they don't have anything to compare it to and i like you as much as i love being a first sergeant um i have the same reaction when i'm walking around mission spaces uh being intel by trade i absolutely is not the dgs part of my career i don't think but i do miss uh being an intel professional and getting to to do those shapes yeah. of things I, I don't miss the whole DCGS. Uh, no one should. Looking at feed for 12 hours straight. That that was fun for about a year, and then I was ready to move on. Unfortunately, I had to do it for more than a year after that point. <laughs> yeah, I did it for four and a half years. It was my first assignment, which is a good order to go in, because then it's all up from there. Uh, and then we won't talk about my next gig as a first sergeant because it'll just make me sad. Uh, so we'll go move on to the interview. <laughs> but thank you for all that. I think, um, so before I started recording, for those listening, uh, I, I told the DO, I think one of the, the most amazing things uh, about him, aside from his like epic nerd level that he hides very well, uh, is his really cool background. Um, and if you don't, if you hadn't taken the opportunity to like pick his brain on what he's gone through in his career, then you're missing out. He's uh, got some cool stuff uh, to share and a really different experience, I think, than most 14 ends. Uh, so thank you for that, sir. Um, all right, if you had the choice to travel to the future for one day or travel to the past for one day, which would you choose? The future. When? How far? It doesn't even matter. No, just so tomorrow, like that's good enough. Yeah, it'd be nice to see what would happen tomorrow in some <laughs> cases. Uh, in other cases, I think it would be awesome to see what would happen in a couple decades, a hundred years. It's hard to. You only get one day, so it's hard to pick. I'll give you yeah. time to pick before I finish uh, my time machine, but. <laughs> I, I think I would 10 years in the future. I would love to go 10 years in the future just to see where everything's at right now. Yeah. So um, far enough where you have the potential to see a lot of change, but it's not so far that 
it's not within your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. We'll hang out uh, for a day in 2030. Uh, I'll get to check out what I'm doing in my retirement. Uh, (laughs) Can you think of a movie title that best explains your life currently? Dazed and confused. (laughs) Oh, that's so perfect. Yeah. I feel that one. Uh, I am also very dazed and confused. Uh, we'll just leave it at that because I'm, I'm with you. I don't have anything else to say. Uh, all right. Here's one that I don't know how to answer. Um, if you, so you've been considered that you've been given an elephant. You can't sell it and you can't give it away. What are you going to do with it? Mm. Obviously take care of it first. And definitely ride it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, unfortunately, my mind is just going straight to the practical of how do I find food for an elephant? Because that sounds really expensive. <laughs> well, that, so I also thought practical, uh, not food, but where am I going to put it? Um, so we have a relatively large backyard, but it has. Yeah, I don't even have a yard. Like, I have nowhere to put an elephant. Uh, I'll. I'll store it temporarily until we can figure out a long-term place. I have room for an elephant to like hang out. It's about the size of like where they walk around at the Renaissance fair, but long-term you're not keeping your elephant in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. You can ride an elephant or a camel. And it's the one thing every year uh, my kids insist on doing that and the wooden slide. Um, and that's about where we reach our limit. And then they each pick a stamped coin on the way out. And no, we don't dress up. <laughs> Do you? No. Do you go? No? <laughs> uh, I haven't been here. I went to the one in Ohio when I was at NASIC. <clears throat> it's apparently the largest in the nation, or at least that's what they say. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's awesome, uh, actually. Uh, and what's cool about what they have there is they have the World Jousting Championship. Ooh. Yeah. Does that was, get aired on ESPN The Ocho? Maybe now, with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we have nothing else to watch. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think we've watched one jousting tournament. The, the, like the drawback to the one in Maryland is the the time of year I, I don't like Maryland summer it's so humid it's so hot it's so gross uh and the Ren Fair I don't like people like I like I said we've got a limit we usually spend about an hour and a half kids ride an elephant yeah. get a stamped coin yeah, the one in Ohio it. is closer to fall time frame so it's not super hot outside so it's it's nice that's what I was thinking when you when you mentioned Ohio. I was like, oh, that's a place I like that. I wouldn't. I hate Ohio, but I wouldn't mind uh, because the weather is more acceptable. Um, all right, if you could replace all of the grass in the world with something else, what would you replace it with? All of the grass in the yeah. world. Probably water. Salt water or fresh water? Can I say a mix? Because I like it both. Like one of my oh, favorite... in certain areas you'll yeah. have okay. Yeah. I was like a mix would just be like a diluted salt water, yeah, but no, no. just like a pool over there would be salt, a pool over here would be fresh. Um, 
because one of my favorite things is driving to the coast and rolling down the windows when you cross the salt line and you can finally smell the ocean and then feel the ocean breeze. It's one of the best, best uh, sensations, I think. I don't like the ocean. I love the ocean. <laughs> but I grew up thinking that uh, oceans were very different than what they actually are because I grew up on the Great Lakes and it, they look like oceans, um, but they're not salty. No, uh, they aren't. Yeah, I there are up. certain oceans I like, I guess. The Gulf, uh, the Persian Gulf is gorgeous, so I can dig that. It is. It's that blue-green color. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really salty yes. ocean. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't hate oceans. I just wasn't impressed. Like, the first time I went to Europe um, the summer before my, I think, freshman or sophomore year in high school and everyone kept talking like the ocean the ocean the ocean and then uh it was the Mediterranean and it was really gross anyway so it's not a really good start um but when I looked at it I was like what okay what country uh Spain what part of Spain uh we went to Barcelona and Madrid oh nice uh but yeah I just remember thinking like what's the big deal like (laughs) looking around like what Okay, so you can see water forever. I've seen that. Uh, but then Hanama Bay uh, in Hawaii, like it, so I'm with you on that. Like I can see benefits to salt water only because there are nice places that have salt water. I'd like a, like a Hanama Bay in my backyard. So we've got a pool and it kind of sucks, but I'll take the yeah. Hanama Bay. Uh, but if you replace my grass with water, we're going to have to figure out a different place to put your elephant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Although elephants like water a lot. They do, but they want to come out of it at some point, I would assume. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They can hang out on the deck. Uh, <laughs> a little elephant. We'll get a little elephant. Uh, all right, one more. Um, what is something that you refuse to share? Refuse to share. Man. I don't know if there really is anything. Hmm. Maybe my fiance. I'm not. I'm That's not a good one. <laughs> you don't share her. Yeah. I like you can share her as friends with other people because you can't keep her all to yourself. But yeah, no. No, that's a good. I was. I thought French fries. That was. What I thought that I didn't want to share. Um, when I was food. little. I would refuse to share food, but. But now you're no, I don't care. more agreeable to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know who doesn't share food? Yes, the chief. No, uh, the chief shares food. Well, yeah, no, the chief shares food. The boss doesn't share food, especially appetizers. Yes. With other people. Steak appetizers. <laughs> that was the other thing. I was like, I don't share steak. Um, I don't know who orders steak as an appetizer and then acts like they're going to share it. But <laughs> Well, we know the answer to that question. We do. Yep. Um, all right, sir. Well, this is where I'm turning it over to you. Uh, any parting uh, thoughts or words of wisdom for those watching and listening? Uh, thoughts, words of wisdom. I guess one of the things that's been super beneficial in my career, especially having my initial dream uh, kind of taken away and then trying to 
find the new way through the organization of the Air Force is really get to know yourself as well as possible. Because that's really, at the end of the day, what you're going to have to rely on <clears throat> going forward. And it's the best way to make the most effective decisions and form the best relationships in your career is first know yourself and determine what you believe in uh, and what you want to get out of life and then, and then take it from there. Deep. I like it. And I have nothing to add. I think we all need a little bit more self-awareness uh, right. and self-reflection. So um, that's awesome. Well, thank you, sir, uh, for sharing your story and answering my goofy questions, giving me your time. Uh, and I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Three to Four Minutes with the Duck, uh, where we get to learn a little bit more about our very elusive video. I hope you have a definitely awesome weekend.